sits on a smoke cloud, thinking out loud, trying to be strong. I'm so close. How are you doing today? I'm well. I'm well. Welcome all the way from Abu Dhabi. Right. It's nine o'clock at night right now. Oh, is it? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> well, it is noon. It is noon over here in the States. <laughs> but, but you know, Thursday starts our weekends out here, so I don't have work tomorrow. Oh, really? we, yeah, we only work on, uh, we work Sunday through Thursday. Oh, okay. That's interesting. Okay. Yeah. I wow. like it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have a lot of questions, but not a lot of questions, but I got a few questions too, because I mean, over here in the States, we just don't know too much about Abu Dhabi uh, and the difference between Abu Dhabi and Dubai, you know, which is what, like an hour apart? approximately yeah we're i'm an hour away from um dubai so i would say abu dhabi is like where you raise your kids very mm. quiet relaxed where dubai is like vegas oh <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah. all right yeah start yeah, contrast right it's a complete contrast if you're you know trying to make some money trying to start a new business go to dubai if you want okay. fast life, if you want something to do every night, Dubai is the place. But if you're trying mm -hmm. to settle down, have a family, um, Abu Dhabi is definitely the place. So it's more so, grounded yeah. there, you would say. It so is more, more grounded. grounded. And at first I was like, what is this? <laughs> but, now, but now that I'm here, I'm really glad that I came to Abu Dhabi instead of Dubai because it has really helped me on my journey of um, self-discovery. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah. Definitely need that grounding in order to do so. You can't be somewhere like Las Vegas trying to ground yourself and grow yourself. <laughs> well, welcome to the bigger picture. Welcome to the bigger picture. As you know, I'm Dakari, and I'm also the editor-in-chief of Urban Magazine. So you're now officially a part of the Urban family. Ah, oh, nice. So, Thank you. Uh, <laughs> um, I was really excited when I got the call to interview you uh, because oh. I, I was, I was, because, I mean, I've had, you know, I, I get a chance to interview all types of people, but it's very rare that I have the opportunity to interview a poet, you know, oh. um, I, it's, it's a beautiful thing, you know, not a lot of people uh, delve that deep. And I feel like after uh, watching your videos and uh, feeling your energy that way, I can see that you write from a very real place. So, oh, but before we get into all of that, you're from the States. Mm -hmm. So, where are you from? Um, I was born in Virginia, Roanoke, Virginia, the mountains area. Um, when I was 14, we moved to North Carolina. So, North Carolina is home. My parents live in Raleigh. You can kind of hear it in my accent. <laughs> yes, I can tell. I knew that it was south, but I couldn't, I didn't know exactly where. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, North Carolina is where I went to college, where I started my career, high school, all that other good stuff. Excellent. Well, when did you figure out that you wanted to be a writer and poet? Did you always know that that's what you wanted to do? It's always been an outlet for me. Like when I was a mm -hmm. child, I remember writing short stories. I read a lot. I remember in fifth mm -hmm. grade, me and my homegirls, we had this journey, journey, journal where we would write short stories and pass them on for each of us to read. And, really? Um, 
Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants. Yes. It was kind of like that. Yeah. Right. Except we had a journal that we would pass on and um, write to each other and like little short stories or even just like a little diary and um, excerpt. And then, um, but you know, like when you, I'm the type of person I've always had like a plan. My mom has always mm -hmm. instilled into me, you need to have a goal. You need to know where you're going mm -hmm. in order to be successful. So in middle right. school, I had my whole life planned out. I knew what college I wanted to go to. I knew what I wanted to do when I got to high school, the courses that I was taking. And I just felt like being a writer wouldn't make enough money for the lifestyle that I wanted to live. Mm -hmm. And then I turned around. And, right. But then I turned around and become a teacher and <laughs> it's the same thing. You can't be, and, but yeah, but, but you know what you're writing anyway. And that's the beautiful thing. You never lost that. You know, you're able still to have that connectedness. And you know what? I feel like as an adult, we lose the connectedness to our childhood, you know, that, mm. that passion. So you still held on to it. I got a question to ask you, though. So you was you guys were passing along this journal. Were you guys writing anything that was inappropriate? You know we were. <laughs> you know we right. were. You know, we were, you know, I actually wrote. So, you know, we had this teacher assistant. So my first black teacher in fifth grade, her name was Miss Hughes or Miss Hughley. She was bad. Like she every day she had heels. Her nails was always done. Her hair was done to the teeth. And then she had this teacher assistant. There was a young black woman as well. So her mm -hmm. and we used to think her and the PE teacher were like talking in fifth grade. <laughs> we were so nosy. <laughs> anyway, so we would write about them or I didn't like the way she was acting. So I was like, oh she's a bitch. <laughs> and <laughs> she read my she read my note and then I got detention for a week for that. Oh no <laughs> Well but you I mean, she shouldn't have been she shouldn't have been doing all of that in front of the kids. <laughs> no. She shouldn't have been, but you know, so she can do it. You were exercising your writing ability, you know. I mean, she shouldn't have been mad at that <laughs> at, all, at all. At least yeah. I'm pretty sure the, the spelling was correct, the grammar was that's great. right, the grammar was correct. <laughs> that's right. She could have pointed out the, the pluses, the pros, right? You know, exactly. exactly. <laughs> but you know, I definitely believe that, like, back to what you were saying about we need to make sure that we tune into our child, our inner child. Because yes. the dreams that we have as children, they end up coming to fruition if we're tapping in. We might, mm -hmm. you know, go off on the beating path, but it seems like we always come full circle to our soul's true purpose, to our soul's true desire if we're tapping yes. in and not yes. allowing the outside to determine what's going on the, on the inside. Agreed. Agreed. And thank you for the compliment. Somebody just complimented us to say we're both very beautiful young ladies. Um, thank, thank you very you. much. You know, when I first got on before I entered, I said, oh, she look good. Let me go put some lip gloss on. Oh, stop. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, look, look. All right. It's nine o'clock over there. It's 12 o'clock over here. So, I mean, you know, it's nighttime over there. <laughs> You're in chill mode. I'm in hard. I'm in hard chill mode. I'm in my room right now. <laughs> but um, but yeah, no, I I agree with tapping into that childlike uh, energy that we had mm -hmm. uh, because, like you said, you know that's when it's real. You know, when we're children, we don't have to fake it. You don't have to. Mm -mm. Um, we're, we're more honest than that we are ever. I think. Um, that's very true. 
but um but yeah so you're an educator so you deal with children yes 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 i love my little babies so what, what grade do you teach? I teach first grade. So I have the six and seven year olds mm -hmm. and they are so truthful. They are so funny, mm -hmm. inquisitive. And the dynamics of adult to child out here is a little bit different. Mm -hmm. Where I feel mm -hmm. like um, children are less, excuse me, willing to speak up in America. Whereas okay. here, because they're having to translate for their parents a lot of the times. Okay. The kids are very just like, miss, no, mm, I don't, mm, mm, miss, I have a, mm. all right, questions. I'm like, you're six. six. You're six. Wait, yeah. slow down. Stop. Stop. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> yeah, so that's definitely a, a culture, like, shock or adjustment that I'm sure you had to make because, uh, like you said, here, we're like, mm. Mm -hmm. I have mm -hmm. a nine-year-old. Nine Go sit down. Exactly. You know, exactly. so, <laughs> so exactly. that has to be trying. It's completely different. Like, I know I have a nanny in my classroom. Really? Wow. Wow. That's very interesting. How do you yeah. deal with that? <laughs> I, I was like, nanny? I mean, you mean, uh, a t a, you know, teacher assistant. That's what we mm -hmm. have in the state. So for them to call them nannies, I was just so perplexed by it. But oh. um, just having to change my students perspective of this woman and say that she's not your nanny she is mm -hmm. an adult she is a teacher as well so you will respect her just like you respect me but when I take too long doing something they would go I would go tell nanny to do I'd be like what you won't do is go tell anybody to do anything <laughs> what you're gonna do is you're gonna sit down <laughs> and be patient I, yes. but this is just how they talk they're very assertive. They're very, they're, they're not afraid to speak their mind. And I do love that about the, the students right. out here. Right, mm -hmm. right. Well, that's a beautiful thing. Yeah, definitely culturally, we, um, you know, as a parent, I know that sometimes, you know, you have to encourage your, yeah, I encourage my daughter to speak her mind, but, you know, I don't want to give her too much liberty either. It's about respect. Right, to so. the point of disrespect. Um, yeah, honestly. Yeah. 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 Now, let's get into... Like you've been a writer, you've you've been writing forever. Who or what is your biggest inspiration? As far as day to day writing, it's always whatever I'm going through, whatever emotion that I have. Um, because I do go to therapy. I go to therapy every two to three weeks now. Good for you. I need that in my um, life. And I, and I know I went through like a little bit of depression in, in college. I went through mm -hmm. some anxiety and things of that nature. Mm -hmm. So poetry was just an outlet for me to process my feelings and also yes. process the world around me. It made, it just made me release it. I don't want to hold on to mm -hmm. this no more. Let me write it down really quick. Mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. But as far as other poets, you know, like the old school Black Renaissance, like you got your Nikki Giovanni, your yes. County Cullen, like yes. Langston Hughes, your mm -hmm. James Baldwin, mm -hmm. all of mm -hmm. those really good, I'm going to tell it like it is for my people type of people. Yeah. But then also, you know, being an American and being in the public, um, public school system in America, we're first introduced to white poetry or white yeah. literature yes so i fell in love with shakespeare 
like I, most like mm -hmm. it sounds crazy sometimes when I say it, <laughs> but I definitely fell in love with him. Um, and the Walt Whitmans and Emily Dickinson mm -hmm. and just the way that Bingo. they verse their stuff, I just love it. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah I can I I can relate to that. Especially Emily Dickinson was very she was very dark. She's very depressed. So dark. Oh, and Edgar Allan Poe. I don't know Edgar why Allen I love Poe. that man. <laughs> yeah. You know what I it is? I think as you, as you, it looks like exhibit in your poetry, you, you know, the dark places sometimes are the places that, that's like meat and potatoes. Mm -hmm. You know? Those mm -hmm. are the places that we really grow from mm -hmm. you know i think that happiness is like it's fun you know and there's something to be said about being happy and love and blessed and but i think it's the dark places that really push us to grow and when you mm -hmm. read something like edgar Allan poe or emily dickinson you know you can see where they were and and it's to be so right. eloquent you know that's, i mean that's you right. have a poem you have a poem uh inherited ptsd and you're writing from a place of pain you know, um, there was a, uh, a quote in there that you said, our culture has been worshipped and repurposed. And that, obviously, I wrote it down and hung on. It was heavy to me because um, what a way to not really be, you know, it's like you're this thing to be repurposed and sold, you know, over and over and over again, you know. And, you know, I can't wait to read your book, 20-somethings. Because I know it's going to be rich in emotion and in growth. Mm. Um, what are some of you, what are some of your or a poem, let's say, from twenty somethings that is your favorite? I know it's hard; it's your book, and you got a lot of favorites, I'm sure. But if you right, had and I don't have my page. iPad right here with me, I'm just thinking about that. Um, sheesh, there's one that my mom does not know about, but when she reads it, she's, she is Scorpio and she gonna have questions. <laughs> it's called Dear Mama. <clears throat> and it's basically just talking about when I got into my teen years, I, you know, we watch TV and we watch the character of what a mom should be and how she's supposed mm -hmm. to act with her daughter. And it's like, mm -hmm. I created this image of you and who you were supposed to be but you know you were you but different and i was myself but the same i didn't change and because i had this perception of you i couldn't accept you for who you are mm -hmm. and you did the best that you could based on your experiences based on the way that your mother handled you mm -hmm. and it's you were just passing it on and i really hope these words don't you don't take it the wrong way because i, I love you but I'm right. 30 now, and I, now I see that you're just a human being like I am. Mm -hmm. And you're just learning like I am. And you're just growing like I am. But as a mm -hmm. teenager, as a young adult, I took it to heart. And I yeah. didn't like you very much. And I didn't think that you liked me. You right. know, so I think that's one of, my, one of my favorite ones. Yeah, that, you know, it's funny. It's very relatable. That's very <clears> relatable <throat> for a lot of us. A lot of us uh, women in particular. Uh, Dear Mama, page three. Dawn, just yeah. shout out. Thank you, Dawn. She also said, she also said the one about sisters. She mentioned that one. Does that one ring a bell for you? Ah, uh, yes. <clears throat> Excuse me. So there's two of them. One I just posted, and it's just the one I just posted on my Instagram is just talking about, you know, 
for some reason, we as women, we feel like we have to compete. Mm. And it's like, baby girl, this is not a compete uh, competition. I see you. And because I see you, that means that, you know, my light is shining. So That's when right. I grow, you grow. And when you're, when you're fatigued, I'm here for you. Lean into me mm-hmm. because I got your back. And then there's another one. My sisters, my older sisters are um, seven and five years older than me. Mm-hmm. And I remember watching them like wear, like wear their baggy jeans in the 90s, have like mm-hmm. these swoops and like the big hair and the hoops and, you know, the baby hairs oh, and the bamboo earrings, you know. And I, as a, as a kid, yeah. I was just like so enamored <laughs> by them, whatever they yeah. did. One of my sisters was a track star. The other one did, was a cheerleader. And to this day, it's like you all were my first loves. Like, forget the little Kims, forget everything that was on TV. It was my big sisters that I looked at. And to this day, when I think about them, like, I'm tearing up. (laughs) Thinking about the love that I have for them. Yeah. (laughs) Aw, that's sweet, though. That's big. You know? Um, I don't have any sisters. (laughs) I don't have any sisters. But um, but no, I can definitely, I can, I can definitely see your perspective on that. That's beautiful. Yeah. Um, it took us a while to get yeah. here, though. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, well, you know, younger, what you're fighting. Yeah, of course, you're cool. I had a brother. I didn't have any sisters. I had a brother, but uh, but yeah, of course. No, I hear you. You know, it, it, we're all a work in progress. You know. Yeah. Um, but you know what? You are doing the work. <clears throat> you know what? You know you mentioned your mom is a Scorpio. When's your birthday? I'm a Gemini child, but my <laughs> my moon sign is Scorpio, so it makes sense. My emotional uh-huh. side. It's very yeah. dark. It's very. I can see that. I can yeah. see that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's probably why me and her be like this all the time. Another problem. Mm-hmm. Don't hold back. My favorite line: "This world would be less without you." I so wish I had my iPad right now, <laughs> so I can read it for oh. you. She's <laughs> uh, got you though. She's got you right yeah, now. <laughs> that's why I love Don. Like I don't. You all. I have. I have said this to her so many times. If it was not for her. This book would still just be a Google Doc on my Google Drive. Like, it would not have come to fruition. You know, sometimes you just start following people that are in your same, like, um, niche or whatever. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. I just so happened to follow her. And something told me to go ask her, see what she's, you know, see what she can do to help me get this book out there to other people. And when I tell you she has done above and beyond (laughs) what I could ever expect wow that's a beautiful thing and that's about women helping women Mm -hmm. you know what I mean that's a beautiful I mean people helping people but I you know this is this is my show this is what I like to talk about (laughs) women helping women is a is really important you know because as you mentioned earlier a few minutes ago you know how we're always in competition with each other and it's so not necessary you know Mm -hmm. there's enough room for us all there, there is. is. There is. Now, thank um, you, Donna. I have a book about that as well in the book. It's called Jealousy. And it's basically mm. talking about how I was in this friendship with this woman and I was doing so much for her. I was seeing so much of her life. I thought she was dope, so dope. And I didn't see myself. And seeing her growth stunted my growth. Because um, I was like, oh, I don't see me. I don't see me. I, ref- yeah. I, I failed to water my own seeds. 
Mm-hmm. while I was watering hers to help her grow. Mm-hmm. And because of that, mm-hmm. I grew jealous. I grew a hatred for her because it was like, why don't you support me like I'm supporting you? And all the and while. Like, all, all I had to wild. do is this, water myself, yeah. take care of myself. Yeah. yeah, it's all part of the process. It's all part of the process. That's why your poetry is so beautiful. And it's so dope. I cannot wait. You, November 15th, yes? Yes, yes. On Amazon. Sunday, Sunday, yes. Sunday, yes. yes. I am looking forward to it. Seriously. You can actually pre-order now on Amazon. I just got the link for it. So it's in my bio. My sister oh, actually good. just bought two books. Yeah. Oh, good. Good. I'll have to mail it to uh, Abu Dhabi so I can get a, a signature. Oh, I want an little... autograph. <laughs> I got you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> now, um, you know, I also wanted to, uh, there was another poem. I wanted to kind of tap into that you wrote that had a little extra swag, at least when you said it on uh, the IG Live. It's called Allow Me to Introduce Myself. Allow Me to oh, Introduce Myself. Oh, yes, that, that one. Was, yes, you said, that let me tell like you. A... <laughs> Go ahead. No, no, hold up. You said something that immediately like I I stopped it went back and played it and then stopped I was like I had to write this down because (laughs) because I like this a lot this was this was kind of this was fire this was like a little hello all right allow me to introduce myself you said I've never been able to come to terms with verses as holding cells for the composure of who I am that to me that is like that's like what do you mean? How you, I can't box myself in with this little bitty description. What do you mean? You want me to tell you about myself? Right. You know? I need more than 150. <laughs> That's right. I need That's more right. than that. Exactly. Because it's so like a generic thing. I hate that. Like, tell me about yourself. What? Like, yeah. I like ice cream. Like, what do you, what do you, like, let's have this conversation. And if we vibe, we vibe. But let's not say like, so we're, like, that's boring, I feel like. That's like asking somebody, what do you do for a living? Because right. that's not who they are. That's just their career. But once you get into conversation with the person, once you start to figure out their passion, then that's the depth of the person. That's, that's the true person. But even with me, my, my dad has always said, like, we was having a conversation. He was like, you've always done your own thing. Like, you've always been the person that is going to be over there doing something random, but she good. <laughs> like good. I, like that I, means that I, you, go, you, know, you go to the beat of your own drum. You know, you do your own thing. And that's really important because you can only be you. Because as soon as you try to be somebody else, it's a wrap. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, definitely. So. And, I've, and I've been there. And I feel like the, those times where I tried to create a character, create an avatar for the public to accept, that's when I let myself down. That's when yeah. I had a lot of depression. That's when I dealt mm-hmm. with like bipolar and mm-hmm. all that other, you know, crazy mental noise that was unnecessary mm-hmm. because I didn't want to accept myself. I wanted people to like me that didn't even like themselves. Well, you are in good standing with this Gemini uh, astrological sign, even though you uh, kind of with your Scorpio moon, you feel more of a connection there. But let me tell you, Gemini sun is a very beautiful place, especially as a writer. I mean, oh, you are you. in the likes of like Biggie, uh, Busta Rhymes, Tupac, Tupac. 
I love Kanye too. I don't like this new Kanye we have. I like old Kanye. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, oh, it's sticky, it's sticky, it's sticky. <laughs> I know. Well, you know what it is? You know what it is? I just feel like we're not going to go into it too, too deep. But I, I just feel like he, ever since his mother passed, he has been lacking an anchor. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. But, uh, other than other than Kanye, though, I mean, Prince is even, Prince was a Gemini. Yes, R.I.P. Uh, Prince. I mean, you have a lot of people that are amazing writers that are Gemini. So you are in good company. Thank you. <laughs> so what's your sign? You, what's your sun sign? I'm a Pisces. I'm oh. also a double sign. I'm also, I'm not, a, I'm like a, a twin, but yin and yang. I'm yin and yang. There's two of us, too. <laughs> water yes yes she said how that do y'all was... know this zodiac stuff i'm a pisces i actually girl sometimes off topic sorry i stay That's up okay. late at night especially during quarantine i'll be up in my bed at like 12 o'clock one o'clock googling stuff <laughs> on my signs that's the only reason why yeah i know me too me too it's like literally uh over here youtube went out for a little while and i was like <gasps> I can't look up my stuff. You know, it's going into a meltdown. Um, but so I do understand. It just helps keep me. Astrology helps make sense sometimes of everything that's going on. You know, so it does make cool sense. It's kind of like a roadmap. Yes, yes, it, it is. is. Somebody said I have two daughters, a Gemini and a Pisces. Pray for me. Yeah, pray for you. I will. I. You know what? <laughs> I will pray for you because it's, it's definitely a, a, an adventure. But you are also dealing with uh, signs that are mutable, adaptable, and very creative and usually have the gift of pen. So they'll work all that stuff out and communicate better as they get older. <laughs> right. right. As, as they learn themselves. As they exactly. learn their superpowers. That's what I call them. Your superpowers. Yeah, it's true. It's totally true. Um, now you have a podcast. Yes? I do. Yes, yes. I started it yes. back in January, February. And then I kind of fell off of it during quarantine because I'm a very reflective person. Um, if I feel like, if I don't feel it, I'm not going to do it. And right. I just, I wasn't feeling it. I feel like the the point, my point of view wasn't coming across. So then I restarted it a few months ago. And the last episode I did was actually with my boyfriend on um, relationships. So tell me, tell me about relationships in 2020. I've been single for a while because <laughs> the dating scene is interesting nowadays. So, I mean, tell me, tell me, uh, what's your perspective on relationships, you know, nowadays? I don't know. Long side, long pause. Girl. <laughs> Because before, I've known him for a year, but we our relationship is very new. I want to say about four months. But before him, I was going on dates, and I was just like, you're ghetto. Who raised you? Ugh, this is nasty. <laughs> like, the whole shebang. Because it was a lot of people in looking for things for self-gratification or just for mm-hmm. off the whim, let's just have fun. But it wasn't really a... I want to go out with you in order to help you grow spiritually. And that's mm. what I need because that's what I'm giving. That's what I'm giving you. If we're yes. in this, it's order to elevate. Like I have a poem 
And it's like, love should be big and it should elevate you. And let's not fall yes. in love, but let's elevate yes. in love. Yes. And I feel and like that's kind of, that's kind of the theme mm -hmm. of people fall, falling in love and then falling out of love. And you but, used a term when you said that too. Was it, it was a, a is it agape? Mm, yes. yes, yes, yes. See, I do my research, girl. I do research. <laughs> yes, you own it. I'm watching you. Agape. So there's yes. four different types of loves. There, you have your um, eros, which is what most mm -hmm. people are doing, and that um, mm -hmm. that is that passionate, that fiery love, and mm -hmm. just as fast as it is ignited, is as fast as it goes away. Then you mm -hmm. have philia, which is the love of people. And then mm -hmm. there's another type of love, and that's the love that your parents give you. And then you have mm -hmm. agape, and that's the love that God gives us, that unconditional love, that love, no mm -hmm. matter what we do, it's still going to be there. It's, what, it's within us, <clears throat> but it's a matter of us acting on it and being confident in it. And a lot mm -hmm. of people are so lost, and they've dealt with loveless relationships when it comes to mm -hmm. their parents, when it comes to their sisters or any intimate relationships as well. So when they do right. get into relationships with other people, they're not really able to understand what it means to truly love somebody unconditionally. Mm. Unless you have a dog mm -hmm. and that dog will love you unconditionally. But, <laughs> <laughs> but when it comes to people, it's, it's, a, it's like a lost cause. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes. Yes. It's a lost you cause. You know, it's, it, it's funny, you know, that you say that because there is a, there's something that I, I kind of like live by and it's not to deify the lover per se, um, but it's more about looking for that type of love you just spoke on. And mm -hmm. that is that, uh, because for some reason, I don't know, we'll talk about this in a second too. You know, there's this whole thing with men wanting a woman to surrender to them, you know, mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, and my whole thing is, is that unless you can see, quote, unless you can see the face of God in your lover, then they're not worth surrendering to. Mm -hmm. And I don't mean to deify the lover. I mean that we are both supposed to be seeking this profound love that elevates us as mm -hmm. opposed to, you, you know what I mean? So mm -hmm. how do you feel about this whole this this surrendering you know on a spiritual level because it's kind of a tough you know balance it is a tough balance and i i feel like that's an a surrendering is not a negative connotation but we take it as negative mm -hmm. um surrendering just means like it is what it is and i'm gonna let it be what it is but you mm -hmm. unfortunately you can't allow everybody to be in that space of surrender and like mm -hmm. you said, like, if I don't see God in you, if I don't see the face of God in you, then that means mm -hmm. that you probably don't see it in me either. That's right. So it's like, That's what right. are we, what are we, what are we, we doing? doing here? Right, right. So it's like, okay, cool. You, you look nice. You smell good, but you ain't for me. Let's move on. You know what I mean? Right. And that's okay. Like, I'm not even mad at you. Like, have a great day. <laughs> Be blessed. <laughs> <laughs> but... It's, I think it's like for like the relationship that I'm in now. Which takes growth, by the way. 
It takes growth it to be able to walk away when you know when you see that because a lot of people will still hold on. That's the ego, I think. You try to hold on like it's no, so ego. And I used to be so toxic, child. Yeah. I'm, I used to be. Um, what's that song? I'm not a player, but I crush a lot. Toxic yeah. energy. Where are we going? What are we doing tonight? Dinner? Okay. I don't even like you, but we're going to dinner. <laughs> I was that person. <laughs> but um, yeah, like with the relationship that I'm in now. It's, I don't know, it's some, It's completely different than I've ever expected because like you mm. I see the God in him and he sees the mm. God in me. And mm. we're very spiritually connected, prayer, meditation, just the way he takes care of me. Like I can go back to masculine and feminine energy and how the mm. masculine energy is very protective, very, mm -hmm. um, they want to be the planner. They want to make sure that you're good. They want to provide. And the feminine energy can be a little bit wild, can be creative, can be herself or full power for self. Because I do mm -hmm. feel like we, the feminine energy is a lot bigger than the masculine energy, but that's that. It is. <laughs> well, well, that, well, and that's the reason why there's been such an issue just, you know, as far as society is concerned, no matter which country you go into, you know, to, to sh make us shrink, to make mm -hmm. us smaller, to make us feel like, you know, so that a lot of men are more comfortable Mm -hmm. with that expansion you know what mm -hmm. i mean yeah so. definitely yeah. sure but i feel like when you're in a healthy relationship that masculine energy is going to uplift your feminine energy it's going to push mm -hmm. you to be your best self as a woman indeed i can't wait to read your book <laughs> oh thank you <laughs> That's so i can't wait like I when people can't. say things like this to me i don't know like there's something about it that's just like, it's still so surreal, surreal, surreal. to me. Because I'm yeah. telling you, last year, I was sending my poetry to one of my friends back home. Not my poetry, but my poems to my friends back home randomly. Just like, hey, you like this? I just wrote this. You know, just like something quick notes. But I never thought in my adult years that this would come to fruition as a child mm -hmm. you know you have your dreams and you're like oh, i'm gonna be an author i'm gonna be this i'm gonna be that i'm gonna be all of mm -hmm. these things but you never really as you're going through life as you're going through the weeds as you're going through the journey you know on the way to grandma's house and everywhere else <laughs> you forget <laughs> you forget mm -hmm. those things that really made your heart happy that brought you joy yeah. those things that you yeah knew that you were going to do because God gives us all the purpose and as children mm -hmm. we know our purpose but we're so afraid to live in it as we're going through what we're going through so now that I'm here mm -hmm. I'm just like oh shit like it's happening <laughs> I'm living it I'm living my dream that's a beautiful yeah. thing that's why you are you know I, I can see that you are going to uh be just um a light you know, in the literary community and just in, in the community period. I, I can't even say just literary, just in the community period because you reverberate so much positivity and love and uh, we need more of that in this world, Lord knows. Um, so That's very true. So, Somebody said our childhood dreams are aligning now as an inter-angel of Aquarius. Yes. You know, I, I love how we both just paused on that. <laughs> <laughs> Because the truth is being told, things are yes. being revealed. Yes. <laughs> and, and, we just entered a and we just entered a portal, right? Yesterday, yes, 11, 11. Mm -hmm. Did you do your manifestations? I did. <laughs> I did. <laughs> um. <laughs>
Um, uh, and my dream work has been very interesting. Very interesting. See, I'm mm. a Pisces. I'm a double, I'm a Pisces, Pisces rising with a Cancer moon. So everything Bless I do a lot of dreams. You got a lot of water. Dreams. Yeah, <laughs> got a lot going. Very on. emotional, right? <laughs> but you're very in tune as well. Yeah, which is good. Which is good. Wow. Yeah. Well, so your book we know is out there. We know it's coming November fifteenth. People can pre-order it right now. The link is in your bio. I'm going to as soon as I hop off here. I'm going to be hopping on there to make oh, my pre-order you. happen. Um, and I mean, what can we expect from you? What else can we expect? Do you have anything else lined up for us? Bef actually, before you get into that, I also noticed that you select some very, very beautiful imagery for your page. Mm. And I'm sure we can expect that in, in your book. Are we going to expect that in your book? Not this time around, because it was the first okay. one out. So the next time around, I will start doing that. But I love art. I'm obsessed with art. So that is why. Yeah. 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 And I think as an educator, I probably do that as well, because I know that there's different ways of learning and people see things mm -hmm. through words mm -hmm. and through pictures. So I'm just trying to give you what you need. To fill, you're feeding people, <clears throat> feeding people. That's yes. the goal. Yeah. Beautiful. That's beautiful. That's the well, goal. I mean, I, I mean, is what else do you have planned for the future? Is anything else that you see for the future? I mean, so I have how long have you been this? To too many people, I do have okay. a clothing line that I'm about to work on. Okay, like leisure wear, like t-shirts, sweatpants, yeah, yeah. comfy stuff. But it's going to have um, like quotes from the book. Mm. And the clothing line is going to it's going to be called Twenty Somethings as well. That's beautiful. It's perfect. It's Thank perfect. you. I'll be looking forward to it. I'm sure everybody else will too. Um, is there anything else you need to tell everybody that's listening and everybody else that's going to see this video? Um, I think we discussed everything. Go ahead and pre-order the okay. book. It drops November 15th. Make sure you check out the podcast, The Talk. Yes. It's on Anchor. Um, okay, that's where it is. It's on Anchor. Okay, I wasn't sure. It's on it Anchor and it's on Spotify as well. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah. All right. Well, on that note, love, I won't take any more of your time. You go and get some sleep. Actually, it's your weekend, so you're probably going to be up. Have a drink. Yeah. <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> thank well, you, you so enjoy. much. Yes, and thank you very much. You enjoy your evening, my love, and um, keep Wait a minute. Like Don's telling me to do something. Thank you, girl. Uh, see, what would I do without Don? It's um uh -oh. the website is SheaButterPublishing.org. Shea Butter Publishings. S-H-E-A ButterPublishing.org. And that's where you can find um you can pre-order the book. You can find um some photographers that I really like, some poetry, as well as the podcast. Excellent. Excellent. All Thank right, you. you guys heard it. Shea Butter Publishing. Uh, you got November 15th on Amazon. The talk is going to be on Anchor and Spotify. Ready to keep up? Ready to keep up? <laughs> so anyway, so I love you guys. Thank you for coming. Thank you, Dawn. Thank you, Thank you Urban Magazine, and being original, my partner. And uh, yeah, we're going to sign out here. All right? She stay up, stay focused, loud, and stay blessed, y'all. Trying to be strong as she cries through her songs.